Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today, our... Fuck, what did we say? It's our campfire, Ian! We only have one more after this! We can't... <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, and I'm Ian Carlos Crawford, and our... our we are... Oh, goodness. Five, four, three, two, one. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to my bloody Judy. We are your, <laughs> your camp Jum- counselors. <laughs> my name is Zachary Patton Garcia. God. We're leaving all this in, by the way. We're leaving it in. Um, yeah. I'm Ian mean. Carlos Crawford, and our camper today is... Laz Marquez. Hi, yes. Laz. Yeah, yeah. Laz Hi. Marquez. Hi. Laz Marquez, we're really happy to he- have you here. We're going to be covering... Uh, 2009's remake of Friday the 13th, the Platinum Dunes edition. Uh, yeah, I think that's what we're going to start <laughs> wrapping our sum- start summer camp series <laughs> up. This is what we've been doing. Um, but yeah, real quick, Les, tell us who you are, what you do, where you've been. Uh, so, like I just said, my name's Laz Marquez. Uh, so basically, what I do uh, is I'm an illustrator uh, in the entertainment business with a huge uh kind of sway on uh or slant on the horror genre specifically uh so i've worked with such companies as scream factory new line cinema sony uh and arrow video on a bunch of their re-releases of dvds uh their box art as well as uh limited edition posters very good. And what's your what laz's art is fucking fantastic yes, yes i have a final girl's <laughs> poster back here and it's really really good i'll probably put it on the screen i'll go ahead and edit it in um but like what's your favorite piece of work that you've that you've done or favorite property that you've gotten to be attached to well it's it's a little bit of a cop-out answer but i would say you know every uh project that i I work on you know there's different things especially with the horror genres you guys uh, have discussed a lot there's like subgenres, and you know, there, there's just, there's a wealth of different kinds of art. So each time it's like exploring a new theme or a new, uh, you know, kind of subject matter. Yeah. Uh, I will say if I had to choose one, uh, the, the work that I did specifically for the it, uh, remake okay. was probably my favorite. I got to do two limited edition prints for them uh for that film and i love that film to pieces Mm. uh so being able to do that and then seeing people even though i don't live in california seeing uh the images kind of projected in the arc light uh in los angeles and stuff like that was just a a dream come true uh and i think that film and its team just like knocked it out of the park I think, especially for any horror fan, it's like a dream just to be attached to any one of these things, right? Like any anything to do with any of this. Um, I'd I'd shovel shit on the set of a <laughs> Halloween movie if I needed to. Really, um, what's one that you would like to? I don't know that you. What, what, what's one piece of art that you would like to do that you haven't done so far? Ooh, uh, I feel like I, I've seen you do most of it. <laughs> I've approached most of the. Uh, most of the franchises that I that I really love, uh, I think if they did anything like a re-release of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchises, I'd love to kind of uh, you know reinterpret that or see what you know something new I could do with it. I'm I'm currently uh, kind of taking on each film uh, poster by poster at the moment uh, when I yeah. have time in in between projects. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that one because it's it's so close to my heart. Yes, very good. Is that your favorite I, franchise in horror? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Ian. Okay. Oh, no, I was going to say, I do think of like Nightmare on Elm Street makes me think of you, Laz, because I know how much you love it. Really? Nancy <laughs> Thompson's my girl. She's in that part. <laughs> uh, she's, uh, she's the shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's your favorite one out of those? I'm like a big new Nightmare fan. I think that might even, yeah, I think that might would be my favorite. Uh. I, I would normally pick that one, but I would say if I went in like cold for somebody who wasn't familiar with the franchise, uh, I would say Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. I think it's like the most accessible. Uh, it has some really great character work in it. So like people can relate to, you know, at least one of the characters in it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the first one, 
people I've tried to get them into it, they they don't understand the age, the aging aspect of, of like classic horror. Yeah. Uh, but that one seems to to rope people in. I do. I think I think that tends to be an issue with horror. Lots of times, like you can have like a nostalgia factor, but then it's hard for someone who's never watched it to like Zachary just watched The Faculty recently and he hated it. Yeah, but like that right, Laz. But that movie is like <laughs> I I love I kind of love that film, but I also haven't seen it as recent as you guys did. I did listen to your episode uh, about it. We didn't do an episode about it. We talked a good bit about it though on the <laughs> podcast about it recently. Okay, yeah, because uh, I listened to like so many things, uh, and they hated it. And I, I sat there and I'm like rethinking, and I think I just have like rose-colored glasses yeah. for that film. Uh, also, Fonky Jansen's in it, and I love her and everything. So the cast is like so stacked; it's so good. But like, yeah, I think a lot of horror can have that issue where it's like at the time it was like a big deal. And then like going back, like, you know, I even think about that with Buffy, right? Like you can you can think that way with Buffy where like, you know, okay, like a, a teen girl as a hero isn't as like crazy a notion in 2021 as it was in 97. So like, you know, I remember when we did an episode and we had um, Isabella Gomez from One Day at a Time and she had never watched Buffy even though her character on One Day at a Time loved Buffy. She watched the first two episodes and she kept being like, these people look really old for teenagers. Yeah, and we were see. like, yeah, they aren't. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I watch it now and I'm like, ah, oh, they looked pretty age appropriate. I think so. <laughs> I think some of them. But then you watch like Netflix movies now or Netflix shows and they look like six, they look like right 16 year olds, you know, yeah, um, they're they're right there. Um I don't know. Yeah, like, I think. Except for Riverdale, though, where like they've always looked like a hot oh, 25 yeah. year old. No, I see. A CW show is going to stick with their 27 year old actors. You know, they're, gonna, <laughs> they're, not, they're not switching it up at any time soon. Um, <laughs> I never start anybody on season one of Buffy either. I always make them like, if I'm ever recommending it, and I'm always like, season two, you got to start season two, watch it through, and then you'll go back or something like that. But because it is really like, it's like with the faculty, like I think maybe at the time I would have been into it as everybody maybe you know jumped on the hype train or something like that but i just yeah i couldn't get into it this time um total tangent but like did you like any of the characters oh yeah yeah there there's there's elements in hor any horror that i always like even friday the 13th which i i pretty much loathe this series um so i don't know why we're covering it but we're gonna <laughs> like, we feel like it's one of the fundamentals of horror right so we should we should do it um i did like i liked the characters with it i mean anything josh hartnett is in you know you gotta keep your eye on him for a little bit um jordana brewster i'm a big fan of her so she was good in it and yeah he's, yeah we should have been covering the faculty is that a campy <laughs> movie is that summer <laughs> it's a good movie it's a summer Eddie school so anyway, so uh, do we want to get started on yeah. the movie we're here to talk Let's, about? So yes, I wanted to know what you boys thought of. I so I've seen this, but I think I watched it like a Sunday when me and my roommate Kevin were like hungover on the couch. I think that was when. We, so I didn't fucking remember that it has like an opening and then an opening and then then we get to the like I didn't remember. Mm -hmm. I thought the only time we addressed the mom was like someone talking about it as a rumor, which we do get, but I didn't realize I didn't remember that that was like a black and white like flashback. Yeah. Um. I definitely didn't know, and I know this will fall, this will mean nothing to you, Zach, but I know this will Laz, did you know who plays Pamela Voorhees in that flashback? I do. It Fucking was- Kira Norris from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And the visitor from, uh, from Star Trek Deep Space Nine doing uh, what I wrote down in my notes as uh, like her most questionable Pamela Voorhees cosplay. <laughs> It's very weird. I would have never recognized her if I didn't look it up. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, it was, it was just, like, so hammy in the voice. Like, it just felt, again, like she was, like, like doing the most cartoony <laughs> of it. Yeah. It was I'm thinking, was it hammy? I quite liked the opening. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it, and I'm, like, I thought it was a good, like, little... Uh, little repeat of that original movie without us having to like sit through an original movie right um she's a good I, actress yeah. too like i've yeah. seen her like like perform the the hell out of like you know things on on star trek but i don't know like the voice just i don't know it, it just felt like a like a weird imitation like it yeah. took out of it a little bit so would y'all have rather just taken pamela Voorhees out of this one and just like taking that opening out and I don't know, just Jason in the woods. 
no, I do think I, I, do, I do think we kind of need it. I don't know. I'm still like Zach and I talked about this a little bit before recording, but like mm. I didn't love the flashback and then the other movie and then the other like I don't think any of it didn't work. It just felt like we were doing too much of like, okay, now these people are dead. Okay, now these people are dead. Okay, here's a new like I didn't it was like all right, just like I felt like if we could have somehow mushed together the kids than that because I did like I thought that group was a little better that like first group of like cannon fodder teens or not teens. I don't know how old they're supposed to be, but like if we could have somehow mushed that together, I would have liked it better because it felt so quick. I was like, wait, what the fuck is this movie? Like now all these people yeah. are dead. And uh, I don't know. It was like something needed to like, I don't know. Laz, what, what do you think? <laughs> to me and I also had this in my notes. It was like two, it was like narrative overload. It was just like too many threads, too many people to focus on. I agree with you 100% that first group was far better. And like that whole sequence or like what I what I called in my notes, the, the prologue was like far better than the rest of the film, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I could connect with them. They, they, the actors and the characters also seems like really committed in that segment, uh, whereas like uh, we'll, we'll get to it, but like some of the other stuff, I I, I just couldn't, uh, you know, like con I, I I couldn't latch on to anybody. Yeah, well, that first group. Go for it. Um, um, well, I was just gonna say, and like the thing about the first group was they actually felt like friends, mm -hmm. which is a better dynamic for like, oh fuck, these friends. What like you know, like when the the girl sees the other guy who's like her friend's boyfriend, but she still wants to save him. But that other group, it's like they all fucking hated each other except for yeah. like. The black dude and the Asian dude who die very quickly. They seem like the only ones that like were actually friends. Um, and I like the dynamic. I know it, they were definitely going for horror tropes, right? Like I think they were going for like all of the Friday the 13th tropes. Um, but I just like, cause I know that's a thing, right? There's like the asshole and like blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, for me, it's more engaging if it's like a group of friends, because then you like, you wouldn't want your friend to, right? Like if it's your friends, you do want to help them and you don't want, you know, to see your fucking friend's girlfriend burning in a sleeping bag. But like, if it's a bunch of people you hate, then I'm like, all right, leave them. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, no. And I think that is, uh, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say is that this first group did feel a lot more close knit. And that's the thing with like characters in a horror movie, even if, it, even if they're going with tropes, you gotta have, you can't just have faceless characters, right? Because then we're sitting through a movie. We don't care who's dying or anything like that. It better be like a really good fucking death or else like we're sitting there bored. Um, and this group uh, you know, they were playing with tropes. They had the nerd. They had the guy, you know, they, they were out looking for the weed. Um, they were having the sex and they were, you know, exploring the, the spooky camp. But like we got just enough from each of them that it, it worked. Um, and they felt like they were there, you know, on this trip together, which is like, you know, the second group, they didn't even hang out together. They like... They like they immediately split separated. up pretty quick. We had like everybody was almost nearly everybody was blonde in that second group. I don't know yes. who was who. Um, <laughs> it's, it just didn't work. Um, I also thought Whitney was really good. I'm glad we got to keep her around. But like, I don't know. I think uh, this first like how long even was it? Like 15 minutes, right? It wasn't yeah. very long. But like it was a whole Friday the 13th movie in and of itself. Like this is all we really needed. Um, uh, yeah. Laz, how well do you know the original like franchise? Because I'm I like I know I've seen them, but I'm like not. Actually, just recently rewatched uh, almost all of them. Okay. Yeah, uh, Camp Crystal Lake Memories documentary. Yeah, that's a long one. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't sleep without watching things, and then yeah. I end up not sleeping anyway because I end up actually watching these things. Uh, so. Like I'm pretty well versed. I I'm not gonna lie. I do not like this franchise, mm -hmm. uh, like at all. Uh, so there are things about this film that I think that they do really, really, really right. Um, but you know, with with this with this group, just jumping off of what you said, uh, Zach, what I what I thought was interesting because I I don't like uh, the tropes in horror of like, ooh, sex. Like let's be like explicit about it. Uh, it just doesn't really work for me. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm a gay dude who likes, you know, the women, the female characters and feminism. So it just doesn't really do much for me. 
I will say though, and I'd be curious how you guys feel about this, but Richie was freaking hot. I was hot and bothered by those two, both of them. <laughs> they were like they had. I wanted him chemistry. and the nerd to hook up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Him and his girlfriend had chemistry off the charts in this. Like they, it, when when she was like you know teasing him behind his friend's back, like oh that did it for me. It did something. Um, he, does he not look like Scott Bayo? Did anybody think that? Because I could not, like, I didn't know what his name was. And I was like, Scott Bayer wasn't young enough for this. This wasn't, that's not him. But then I looked I him thought up. He, side by I thought side, he was, they look like the exact same book person. I thought he was Andrew Keegan. I was like, oh, I didn't remember Andrew Keegan was in this. He looks good. And then I looked him up. I was like, oh, nope, not him. I'm looking wow. up Andrew Keegan. Like a zillion years. Uh, uh, <laughs> I... I will. I don't know. The the boobs just like I, I'm with Laz. It's just like uh, we saw so many boobs and like yeah. not even a butt. Like, come on, give me something like uh, no, I didn't I, that much. immediately, especially in horror, because it's like, oh, they're showing their boobs and that's telling us that they're going to die. So I'm yeah. like, I just get very like about it. What, what, what I was trying to get at was like because they were so committed, I think, in their like very small roles, um, it kind of worked for me because like i don't know zach you mentioned it like chemistry like they actually had some so like it did it didn't take me out of the movie or like make me roll my eyes i was like okay yeah. cool Whatever. um so yeah i mean and you think of like that sex scene versus like the sex scene that we see later between uh trent and and brie where it's just so weird and so awkward. And then his girlfriend's like outside knocking on the door. There's a guy out there, you guys. Come on. That Come made on. me think. I was like, did I misread them? Are they not boyfriend and it was girlfriend? fucking weird, wasn't it? I think it was just like a weird. And nobody cared. Nobody cared what they were doing. But um, no, the all in all, the first group just worked better. So we've got the first group. We've got Whitney, her boyfriend, um, who go off exploring Camp Crystal Lake. We've got. Uh, Scott Bale and his girlfriend uh, <laughs> having sex at their tent, and then the nerd goes off to find the weed, and everybody meets their end um, pretty quickly. I the, the fucking sleeping bag though was like really brutal. Like you even see, I forgot that we see her like close up in the sleeping bag as she's like just burning alive. It's just he's brutal in this one. He's like super brutal. Falls out, and like the smoke is coming from her mouth. Yeah. Um, but Laz, is that a? I felt like that was a. That's a reference. To, like that's how he kills someone in one of the other movies, right? Or no? Like pretty much, I would say, eighty percent of the kills in this movie are like references. Okay. Not, not exactly done, but references to other uh, kills in the films. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which film this one was from, but yeah, okay. it was. And so that was the other thing I was going to ask you was like, so we knew the black and white was like, clearly like, that's the first movie in like five seconds. Was this sec was this group that we watched get killed? Was that like supposed to be the second movie? Or like, was that? No, although it, it, it takes threads. Uh, basically, the entire film takes inspiration from uh, primarily the second and I believe fourth films in the franchise and just kind of like mashes them up. Okay. Never, like the same characters or same names or anything, but like some of the kills, some of the personality, kind of somewhere. Yeah, I can see that because, you know, folks going to see this movie, they wanted to go see a Jason movie, right? They're not going to sit through a whole other movie with Pamela Voorhees. And yeah. like, I think nowadays people probably would, but back then, like, we were wanting to see Jason put on the hockey mask. So they had to run through those first few movies, like, pretty quickly. Um, but so everybody here meets their end, and then we move on to our second group, which I do like Jared Padalecki, and I like Daniel Panabaker from from my Disney Channel days. I do like Daniel Panabaker quite a bit. Um, and he, uh, what's his name? His name is, whoops, um, Clay. Okay, it's Clay. Um, which, am I still which guy's here? Clay? Uh. Jared, <laughs> that's oh, his name, right? Because you already it's said Clay you liked this, so I thought you were yes. going to like a different. No, person. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Clay. Um, he's out <laughs> looking for his sister, so he's just riding around on a motorcycle looking for his sister, Whitney. Um, and then we have our group who are just out, you know, going to a lake house. Um, for I don't know, the main guy Trent. He's, I guess, the rich white boy. Um, yeah. That everybody's following to this lake house. I don't know how he has any of these friends i think we, we've already talked about that like they had no chemistry they didn't even like each other but they're all going out to this lake house not to even party together um 
I yeah. will give them that all of the men in this movie are pretty attractive. Like, almost all of them could have it. <laughs> Trent, Trent and Jared Padalecki's though flippy hair really killed me. The like, yeah. I mean, that was a style then, but like the way they both have the exact same like bowl that flips at the edge, I was like, ooh, that is killing me. I'll say Jared Padalecki though is like, he's just like so beautiful to look at. Yeah. Like, Green, I'm just like you're so ethereal and like so perfect, like everything about you, that it like becomes distracting. And also, like I don't, I'm not certain we needed him in this movie, but he was there. I, yeah. I will agree with that. Um, <laughs> he was he was popular at the time. He was a big one, so they had to have him in this. But every what really frustrated me is he's going around to all these different places asking about this thing, and nobody's giving him a fucking answer. Like the old lady, that stupid ass old hillbilly lady, just say. He just wants to be left alone. She ain't missing. She's dead. We'll just give him a couple more sentences. Just like a little bit more. Save us about a half an hour of this movie. But like nobody gives any answers here. Well, I, I have a question for you guys. I, I did not look this up. Uh, but is that the woman who plays the mother in the Texas Chainsaw? I don't think so. I thought so. I think I looked it up and it's not the same woman. Now. I did think she felt very Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre-y. Yeah, because this is the same director, is it? It's the is it the same director? I don't know if it, I didn't know if it was the same director, but I knew that it was the same cinematographer too. Yeah, so there's a lot of same the same people working on this one, um, and it's Platinum Dune. So like they were they were really turning out these like remakes of these properties at this time. Um, this was actually it's you know what's weird is like this is the last Friday the Thirteenth movie that we've gotten since 2009. Like, it's been over 10 years since we've had a Friday the 13th movie. Um, because that, like, what, they're, like, tied up in court, right? They're, the rights are oh, just really? being fought over like crazy, yeah. Because I think the guy who wrote it um, is saying that it's his property, and he had, like, a five-year window to, like, I don't know, after the 35th anniversary to, like, file something that would revert rights to his, himself. But then the director of the first one is saying, no, you, like, your work for hire so it's really belongs to my production production company and it's a big mess but like yeah it's been over 10 years since one um see and i'm gonna do the thing i always do zach where i feel like because we were trying so hard to like race to jason in a hockey mask why don't we just fucking make it another one of the movies like i don't i i like i always feel like it's lazy writing to just be like no reboot yeah. when it's like you can just it's what's the fuck the story's already there we got it in a flashback at the first five seconds so we just could have cut that out and made it like this is a continuation of the friday the 13th series rather than like yeah. having to race through all of like okay he's wearing the potato sack okay now he's putting on the hockey mat like it, it just feels like we could have cut out a lot of things if we just were like yep you know who jason is we don't need to tell you you know yeah i think so um it feels like a Friday the 13th greatest hits in a yeah. lot of ways. Yes, it does. In the beats, and it's treating itself like a pseudo-sequel, but a reboot, but it doesn't know which one it wants yeah. at any given time. So it's it's just bizarre. I do, I will say, I do like Jason a lot more in this one. Like, um, I'm not a big fan of the franchise anyway, but I do like that they treated him a little bit more serious in this one than, like, you know... Anytime in the original franchise they take his mask off, he had, like, this goofy look on his face. And, and it's not because he was deformed, but he was, like, you know, making, like, stupid sounds and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, and this one, he was, like, he was just this, like, pissed-off guy who's, like, living alone all the time and just wants to, you know, go around and do his own business. And, like, um, I understand that the hockey mask is, like, super iconic. You know, I'm all for it. But Baghead Jason, like, is infin infin infinitely more uh, terrifying Um and I just, I kind of wish they would have just kept him in the bag this entire movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I also would agree with that. I do like the, the bag head feels scarier. I just, the, the hockey mask, I mean, you know, that's what they put on fucking shirts, right? Yeah. Like, so they gotta, they got, cause I actually, when I was rewatching this today, I was like, wait a minute, does he not put the hockey mask on? And then I was like, wait, no, that's in the poster. He's wearing the fucking hockey mask. Yeah. And you know, in like the script meetings and stuff like that, when they, before they even came up with the story, they're thinking of what scene is going to be the scene that he puts the hockey mask on. Right. So it's like, did we really need that? They could have even started him with it. Like we, he's been living out there for however long, like he would have like, found sure. it fucking somewhere, you know, he's got a bunch of trash, like sitting in his tunnels anyway. <laughs> Lots of trash. Loves trash. He's a hoarder. He's a hoarder. <laughs> Not unlike me and you, Zach. Mm. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, 
and again, this is where it like blurs the line between being like a like a reboot and a sequel and all this stuff. Like there's items that he has in like those weird tunnels and mm. in his house, like a wheelchair. Uh, like I, I believe in a Friday the 13th part two, there's a character he kills who's in a wheelchair. So you see a wheelchair in the background. You see all the whistles like in his house. So it like harks back and like hints at like yeah. some of the deaths that were done after 1980 right uh, but it doesn't really commit so it's weird yeah. yeah it's it's that weird place where it's could be a sequel but also fan service and it's just it's it, yeah I, i'd agree um but okay so they they encounter jared padalecki they move yeah. on to you know trent's an asshole to him yeah what's her face who i can't even remember what her name was i kept typing her as other main girl um is kind of like oh i'm sorry my boyfriend's a dick yeah. Uh, they make it to the house. We first find out there's no signal. They don't have Wi-Fi. That's like mm-hmm. important to add into every, you know, horror scenario. Um, and then we kind of have like a weird, it's like a, we get like, and we talked about this a little bit, like we get them just like around the house. And for me, that stuff is just like. Every scene at the lake house is is so boring and it just drags. Even when they're like at the lake house and Jason's like attacking everybody, right? It's just so boring and you know what the big problem with this movie is is they keep repeating shit like they keep repeating they go back to the lake house or like when clay and uh, jenna are like exploring camp crystal lake you'd expect something to happen there right but then they go back to the lake house and then they go back to exactly where they were later to rescue whitney and it's just like this weird back and forth where it's like oh we have three sets let's (laughs) let's shuffle around a little bit um also it it, yeah bugs me uh when there's no purpose for our characters to be stuck in a location so like like they hate each other like none of them get along uh i don't know why they decided to take uh trent up on his offer to spend what like a weekend yeah at his you know boathouse or whatever like you're not even getting along you're not enjoying like i don't i don't think they knew each other because like it doesn't all- seem like it, does it? No. Like the background is like weird. I'd like I'd be interested in knowing the background because it feels like he's not even technically like this popular guy. He's just a rich guy who like doesn't want anybody playing beer pong on the on the on the table or no driving like, his boat. Like. No driving his boat. Like he's not even cool. He's not even like, you know, a friendly host or anything. Um <laughs> just picked so, him up yeah, at the we gas get- station. <laughs> like his his girlfriend doesn't seem like she knows him. She doesn't even care what he's cheating. She's just like, yeah, 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 you're cheating. Great, yeah. come on, let's go. So, Laz, I forget. You are also a Veronica Mars fan, right? Or no? Yes, yeah. I I could not believe that Ryan Hansen, I forgot. In my brain, I knew how he died, but I thought it happened later. can't believe that they, like, have Ryan Hansen, who's, like, very good as, like, a hot douchebag, and he gets killed, like, in the most boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the- Is that, he's the one on the boat? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they're all splitting up, right? It's like, for some very fucking reason, quickly. Clay shows up at this house, and Jenna invites him in. Also, not very cool. I understand that, like, blonde guy's supposed to be an asshole. But this is his fucking house, and she's like, come in and eat. I'm gonna feed you. Do you want a drink? Like, <laughs> she's really there. She's a, she's a pick-me. Um, but then she takes off with him on the back of his motorcycle. I would motorcycle. also be if it was Jared Padalecki, though. <laughs> yeah, well... He's got a motorcycle and one's got a lake house. Um, but she takes off with him. We've got the other, like, these. It's four. Yeah, we've got four sticking at the house, and then we've got the one blonde and another blonde out on the boat. Um, I really liked this death scene. Before that, before that, we also had that weird scene between Trent and Jenna where mm-hmm. they, like, kind of are nice to each other, like, on the on the patio. Yeah confusing because i was like oh is trent like a nice guy just like really uptight or is he really like a like a a jerk does he really like her so again like so inconsistent sorry sorry i I know no no i mean i i agree it's it's (laughs) i don't fucking know i have no answers though (laughs) i don't think the filmmakers had answers either wait Um, so zach you like that you like the boat kill I do like the boat kill a lot. I don't like necessarily, I like her portion of it. I don't really care about him getting shot with an arrow, right? But it's creepy when he gets shot with an arrow and then a runaway boat, like, you know, hits her. And, like, what's scary about that is if you're sitting in the middle of the lake all alone and you see somebody over on the shore with a machete, you're not going to swim over to the shore. So then you're just, like, kind of kicking in the water. But then she does. Get, but you can get, I don't know. It's either stay out there and get tired and drown or, like, try to go somewhere. 
Um, and that was the, I think that was like what they did pretty well with this is like, they gave us a dilemma, right? Um, cause she didn't have a bunch of options here. Uh, and then, and then we get the, you know, I guess Michael Bay wanted to give us a tit shot because he stabs that machete down, hits her in the head, pulls her up. And it's like fully a whole nother shot that they pull back on. And it's just tits just sitting there, you know? See, again, I hated that. I was like, mm. Yeah. Do you want to hear the weirdest uh, fun fact that I that I found out doing my research for this? <clears throat> Michael Bay walked out of uh, the screening for this movie because he said that there was too much explicit nudity and sex. Really? This is the guy who made a 15-year-old Megan Fox take a shower on camera. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> That's I it. That. I'm like, okay, uh, you're yeah. nuts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, did he not oversee the movie? Like, apparently not. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, the just, I liked the idea of the scene, but it just like he he just gets an arrow through the head real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as as Laz can attest to, right? Ryan Hansen's very good at. I mean, he's doing the same character he did in Veronica Mars, but he's very good at it. Um, and I felt like he's a character that would have been fun to keep around, but kill him a little bit later on. Um. Because he's like, so basically, Zach, the character he played, you know, for 10 minutes in this movie is who he is in Veronica Mars. It's that's the character. He's like a lovable douchebag Mm -hmm. um, and like hot. Yeah. But so I feel like that's a character we kind of like that's the character I wish Trent had been like a lovable like douchebag, not like a mean douche. Like, I don't know. I felt like we needed that friend group. Like I said, that just felt like and like Ryan Hansen is a little bit more dynamic. So I was bummed that he dies like. But I felt a lot of the deaths were kind of like that, where it's just like, oop, a real quick stab. And well, that's mark. exactly what we, we said earlier. Is like if you have if you have all these faceless characters, we don't really care when they're dying, and we don't really care to sit through it either. Because while I did like what she was, that dilemma they kind of gave us in that death scene for her, whatever her name is, blonde girl number two, um, <laughs> it's Willa Ford. I know her her real name. Um, but, I couldn't figure out which one was Willa Ford when I looked at the credits. I was like, that's wait, that's a pop star. Which one is she? Fucking wonderful. I don't fucking know. But it's um they just didn't play it out right. Give us suspense. Yeah. Give us like drag it out for us. Build something up. Um and when everybody like breaks off, uh their little side scenes are a lot better. And then everybody who stays at the damn like house, it just nothing ever happens for any of them. They they don't get any like even these two blondes who go out to the boat, like when, you know, they're driving out there and they're like, you know, kind of bumping along the road. Like that was, I'd like to see the rest of like where they were headed to. And like, I don't know, something like Jason stalking them through the woods or something like that would have been nice. Um, Cause that scene, I, I mean, Laz, you said it too. Like I, or I do like when she like, you know, she gets hit and then she looks and sees this like, you know, crazed giant man who just like yeah. arrowed her boyfriend in the head. That, like that builds tension, but then very quickly she swims to the dock where he is. And it's like, why would you go the other way where he's not? Like, I don't know why, if you know, he's there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go underwater and swim away? Right. That would be my instinct. So I'm, I'm a weirdo with, uh, with research. So if you guys ever need, uh, like just a research buddy, uh, let me know. Uh, so apparently the way it was scripted, which I think I would have liked better was that he was gonna she was gonna stay in the lake not go to the dock and because she she got a pretty serious injury by a boat in the head right so he was gonna be on land and basically wait out until she drowned and she and that's how she dies see that's fucking creepy and like that is like something that you could just you know supernatural super being aside like that could happen to anybody right right so I, I actually think that would have been cooler. I mean, it would have been so much better. I just feel like I would have, I mean, I am not a swimmer, so I probably would have drowned and died, but I would have tried to swim to the other spot where he's like yeah. the other side. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Like it is, maybe she was closer to the dock. It, it's, it's swimming that distance is very hard. It is. It, it takes a lot out of you. But I, And like the way it's just like, boop, right in her head feels very silly. Like it's just like, Merp, and then she's that was, like, it was just dumb, right? Like they could have. They just wanted to show her boobs. Suspe- that's exactly what it was. Is like we had, we had a boob quarter to meet in this movie and we had to see all of them, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So. Moving on, we yeah. get uh, 
So is it after this that Jason gets the hockey mask when he kills that random fucking hillbilly dude? What is ass whoop machine? Ass whoop a machine. That's my name for him in these notes. Is that's what I got here? Because <laughs> they go to ass whoop a machine's house a couple times in this in this movie. Um, yes, right. they, I, I don't know if that's when it happens, but um, it's just this script just felt like they had they wrote themselves into a corner with so many characters and had to keep like going and punching back everywhere, right? Um, and so I don't even know if that's where what happens right, next, so that's but he what, does do it. Yes, right. So that that this random like hillbilly yes. dude wants to fuck the mannequin in Jason's cabin, um, encounters Jason. Jason, what is he? He just like machetes him through the, across the throat, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy pulls off his bag mask, potato sack, and we see Jason's face. And like you said, Zach, I do I appreciate that it wasn't played for like blah, like the way they normally do it, where he's like, it's just like, yes, he's deformed. But then he puts on, he picks up a hockey mask and puts on the hockey mask. Actually, that happens before because isn't he wearing the hockey mask when he kills her at the dock? Yes. Yeah. 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 Can, can we also touch upon, like, why is weed such a big part of this storyline? Have you noticed that? Like, in the right? about like Because like, that's what the crazy kids do. They Jason do the weed. Territorial about his, like, weed stash. Like, that's what, I was thinking that too, Laz, because, like, he's, it looks like he's, like, I mean, I know that's not what we're getting at, but it looks like he's mad that the nerd dude found his stash. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and then the other, and then that guy, hillbilly guy, he also found the stash of weed and was trying to uh, pawn it on Clay. So, like, did he kill him because of weed as well? Like, Jason, Jason, he, he's in dare. He's in dare. He just he, wants to be. He, <laughs> he wants to be left alone. So he has to smoke a bunch of weed, which like yes. same. So like, yeah. <laughs> he's had it. And they kind of yes. like break their own stuff here, right? Like Jason is supposed to be kept at Crystal Lake. I guess he goes he goes out into town sometimes in the original franchise, but Jason um, takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god, I forgot all about that. <laughs> how how Crystal Lake leads to Manhattan? I have no fucking idea. But okay, um, he goes to space. He's <laughs> been a lot of places. which was a good. I I, I enjoyed that one. I was okay. That was fucking that awful. It was it, it is like a sci fi train wreck that. I only ever saw on sci-fi, so I enjoyed it. I I saw that one when I, I was working at the movie theater when that and Freddy vs. Jason came out. Because I remember I saw both of them when I worked at the theater. Yeah. Um, Les, do you like Freddy vs. Jason? Uh, no. Oh, goodness. Oh, I, I, Ian, this is a monumental moment, Ian. I'm I the only person who has the differing opinion here. Laz, it's- normally it's the opposite <laughs> where, like, I am like you, and I'm like, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. And then the guest and Zach are jerking each other off and, like, making fun of me for being a brat, so I'm very happy to have you. I have, like, a very specific checklist of things that you need to do right for mm-hmm. me to like, really be engaged. And acting is one of them, and the acting in that movie and Freddy vs. Jason is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like arguably the, the acting in this film is like Oscar worthy compared to yes. Freddy vs. Jason. I would agree. <laughs> like yeah. like what's her name? Lori in Freddy vs. Jason is the worst oh, girl in the universe. She really is. They hired her for the pout. The pout and the big boobs is what they hired her for. I feel like when Kelly Rowland is your best actor, there's a problem. <laughs> Do not hate on Kelly Rowland. We will not have any death in his child slander. We are moving on. Clay okay, and Jenna go to the go to the Crystal Lake. They're exploring the Crystal Lake. Jason shows up with all the bodies, and so Clay and Jenna have to run. They run. Um, I have a question for everyone. Okay. So, like, she says, there's a line later where she says that he had, I think she says, eight bodies. So was he like carrying? Who? What were the bodies he was carrying? Were they? I have supposed no to be fucking the, like, idea because they find okay. the people from the lake later. Right. So I don't know who the fuck these people are. Okay, that's that was my question. I wasn't sure who he was carrying. I was like, are these like old campers that are like older bodies that he's just like moving around? I don't know. He's not the cleanest. He might just leave bodies some places sometimes. Ian, he just or maybe he maybe he's like me with my action figures. Sometimes he just wants to rearrange his dead oh bodies. Gosh. He's like, yeah, put them you, here. Are you your action figures? You're thinking of them as dead bodies. There's a problem. There's a problem. I've seen you dismember them. 
don't like to make new ones. Oh my gosh, it's it's traumatizing. Um, we've got them. So Clay and Clay and Jenna take off, and they take off back to the cabin. We're just ra- racing through this one. Um, they take off back to the lake house to warn everybody. And in the lake house, I guess Trent and Bree decided they're going to hook up. So they're fucking and and Jenna is banging on the door, saying, "Hey, there's a guy out there." Like we've got Chewy. He goes out to. The, the, the tool shed, he meets his end out there. I did like um, Lawrence the going after Chewy, right? Being the only person who, like, cared about a friend. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go for my friend. Yes, oh. I, I I also think that that's the most, for me, the, like, death I remembered the most from this movie because I think, well, it's you know, it's not, like, a crazy big death, but it's, like, I think a well done, because, like, he's, like, no, 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 like, and it's slowly going into him. Yeah. So that's the death I remember the most. Also, I think Aaron Yu is, like, very handsome, um, and I had a crush on him from when he was in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, so I remember watching this. That's and, like, what he was in, wouldn't he? Yeah, oh. and, like, wanting him to live, because I really liked him in Nick and Nora and thought he was a babe. Um, okay. But I like that it was, like, a little bit more human, where it's, like, Oh yeah, he's a lot smaller than Jason, but he does try to put up a fight. And I like that he's a little jokey when he's like, "Oh, do you want this hockey stick? It goes with your outfit." And he's like being jokey because he's fucking terrified, um, which I relate to because I feel like that would be me as I'm getting stabbed. I'm like trying to pretend to joke, and then I'm actually like shitting my pants. Um, yeah, I don't know, Laz. What do you think of this death? Yeah, I, I think it worked for all the the same reasons uh, you did. Um... And it was arguably one of the more memorable of, of group two. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. And Lawrence did put up, when he went out after Chewie, he did put up a really good fight against Jason, right? He had his moves. He had moves against him. Um, and then he gets what? He got, was it an, was it an axe or an arrow? Which one was thrown axe. at him? Axe. axe. Okay. And then he's just laying out there yelling, and it almost, like, verges on comedy. And it's just so weird, and everybody's listening to him, and but nobody will go out and get up, because everybody met him five hours ago, and nobody knows him. Um. Well, his, his adrenaline was going after uh, he tried to masturbate to J. Crew's sweater girl. To a, oh, yeah. a, a winter catalog. a Because everybody's got to have some sort of sexual something in here, right? I guess He also I guess. was high, if we recall. He's the one that was smoking <laughs> in the bond. Uh, so, so that's that's weird. me when I go after to save you, Zach. After you've already been murdered, I'm like, I got this, and then I get killed quickly. <laughs> if that's you, so you, what, what seasonal catalog are you masturbating to? Ian? Abercrombie and Fitch. Duh. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did like that. You know what? Uh, I want to give Jenna a little credit here. She took off her flip flops and put on some sensible shoes. <laughs> she did do that. She put on some boots. Um, Which one is Jenna again? <laughs> Danielle Pennebaker. Okay, she's the she's like the main girl. Yeah, she's okay. Okay, she's she supposed to be the main girl. Like I I didn't know. I didn't get it. Um, so Jason has killed this the the other guy. Uh, then who does he? I forget. It's the girl. It's the other blonde girl. Blonde girl number one in the bathroom. I think right because he comes up behind her and like I appreciate that they didn't make Jace because I feel like. It was a time where they really could have made Jason this hillbilly backwoods perv who right. like would feel up his victim before killing her. And I'm glad that they didn't do that because I couldn't remember if he had done that or not. Because um, Yeah, it, like, you're right. They really did love that back then. Like, for a second, era. it was like I was wondering. Um, but then, no, he just kills her. He's just like tired of all these people at his lake. Even her death was kind of... He puts her on those antlers, and in my brain, I was like, that looks like she could survive that, because they were, like, smaller. I don't know. You read Final Girl Support Group. She survived that one. So, same antlers. Um, That's true. We all have read Final Girl Support Group. <laughs> did you read it last? Did you like it? I did. I really okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We'll discuss that, it after recording. We'll discuss it after. No, no spoilers. Um, but, yes, yeah, so... She's next, and, and then I did think it's... that was a good visual of like the curtain and like her with him behind her. That it's... was like a good. It just the death was kind of like oh, yeah. okay, but it's it was a one good of visual. those good things about this movie is that they can come up with really good visuals throughout this entire thing. Like they, they have the they, budget. They had the budget and they had the cinematography. They had like all of the right pieces, right? Just not the mm. right story. Um, and then it's just Clay, Jenna, and Trent, and Trent gets i guess there's a cop at some point that comes in what the fuck <laughs> it's just like <laughs> just another right. character they decided to like shovel in here the cop comes in and dies quickly right uh, immediately immediately yeah. i will say trent's death i was a little bit like 
what just happened? Because, um, like, he has the gun, but he loses the gun, and he finds the, like... I, I think I was also thinking kind of, like, the same thing what you guys were thinking. I was like, wait, is this, like... Is this, like... Because, like, that hillbilly older dude stops, and I was like, oh, he's in on it, right? Like, he's, like... It's like, yeah. oh, these, like, mean hillbillies are, like, in with Jason because, like, the lady just shuts the door when the other guy's asking. But he's not. And then Trent gets impaled on something in the truck. Yeah. It's like, because it's a tow truck, right? So it's like, he just gets impaled on the back of it. The, the oh, towing, is it like the tow? The, the towing tow, rig. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Because I was like, what the fuck did he just get, like, shoved on? Um, mechanical stuff, I, Ian. Mechanicals. I did appreciate the old man was just like, oh, gotta fucking get out of here. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, okay. This is like another, up. it's another night with Jason. I live in this yeah. town. I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, let me, let me let my wife know that I'm coming home with another dead body attached to my truck. You know, and it should have been because we had Clay and Jenna exploring this crystal lake. And then they come back to the lake house. And then, like, Whitney escaped, too. Like, she escaped. She got it, picked the lock, got out, and she ran. And then we should have had all our characters meeting up here, right? But then Whitney is, like, right back exactly where she was. And then Clay and Jenna are exactly where they were exploring Camp Crystal Lake. And it's like, what the fuck was all this, like, this this 30 minutes then? Like, what was all this? Um, they're, they're, everybody's just right back. Okay, so um, they go and they rescue Whitney. Um, they're all running through the tunnels. And uh, I did think it was not shocking, but... It's a little surprised that Daniel Panbaker died, right? Um, he comes up behind her and he like gets her. Um, I I told Zach this you last. Know? I I was so I was like in a rush today, so I was like yeah. I had it on on my TV while I was like doing other things, like setting up my lights, getting dressed. I somehow was like, wait, where'd that girl go? Oh, I guess I missed that she died. <laughs> she like I died. missed, I missed her dad. She died. That's J- <laughs> Jason is chasing her, and she dies. And then they um, does he like stab her? Does he like yeah, crack her in through, half? Like, like what's through, he do? Like the stomach with a machete. Um, yeah. And then the other two set his whole tunnel on fire. Like fuck these people. This is his house. This is where he lives. He's not bothering nobody. He's bothering plenty of people. What are you talking about? Who is he bothering? Or are they bothering him, Ian? Is somebody coming to your house and coming to your tunnels and setting it on fire? Are you going to be mad? Well, if I've, like, shot their friends through the head with an arrow and machete and axe, then, like, maybe I deserve it. Okay, well, that's his lake property. Two, two things about that. So, uh, Danielle Panabaker, uh, mm-hmm. like, I wish I cared about her. I wish she had, I like, didn't a... I did yeah. Like, like, I don't know, like, strength or, like, interest or, like, anything if she's supposed to be, like, a psych-out final girl. Uh, so at that point, I was just kind of like, you're kind of like a weird love interest for Clay, but you've known each other for, like, two minutes. Yeah. I don't really care. But also, Camp Crystal Lake is, like, really stupidly used in this movie. Because it comes across as just, like, a house in tunnels, but it's yeah. supposed to be, like, a summer camp. Yeah. Like, they don't use the summer camp at all. Which would have been really cool seeing them, like, running around, hiding, using different parts of the summer camp, right? Like, and and like I said, like, all the visuals are done. The sets are really well done. Like, they could have done a lot here. Take out the fucking lake house, you know? Um, that original cast, they're in the woods already camping. They come across Camp Crystal Lake, and then, like, the whole movie. There's your whole movie right there. Um, I did like the brother-sister. By the time we got down to just them, I didn't mind them. I liked them fighting back a lot better than everybody else yeah um but i think by that point you're just like kind of ready to check out aren't you like whitney feels like she's in like a completely different movie yes. so like, like her acting as well as like her character and like she imbues some sort of strength but at this point i'm like you i don't know you and like you have- <laughs> <laughs> like what like why are you here yeah uh like, now you're my final girl, but, like, you should have been kind of, like, in the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's, yes. But th- then they gave us that moment, right? It's, like, where she picks the lock and gets free. There's her journey from that point. But then they put her right back on that little bed with them chains. Like, it doesn't, like, and she was good. She was, like, styled really nice. I liked her final girl shirt. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, somebody for visuals. I like the outfit, the hair, everything. Um, they show, like, was Jason feeding her? Or, like, and, cutting her nails or, like, and something. And where was she using the restroom? I was thinking of all of this, Liz. Everything. Always, all the details. I always think of the bathroom when they're in, like, kind of scenarios. Just, like, 
Are they pissing themselves? Yeah. Like. If it's raining and your pants are already wet, you might as well just like real quick, just go. <laughs> like, I think they said it, it's been like a month and a half. Yeah. So yeah. You've got to like water, sustenance, like something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he did bring her stuff, right? Like we do like he, so I guess one would assume he had brought her food as well. Is it but, food or people? Which one is like, he bringing her? Well, I mean, potato, potato at that point. I don't know, but she's supposed to like look like his mother, right? That's why he's mm-hmm. keeping her alive, as that's his mother in essence. Um, and they has have that, that ever happened in one of the movies, Laz? Was that ever a? That plot? was the second movie, right? Yeah, yeah with a uh, with a character called Ginny, but like not the same thing. She she's like a psych uh, a psych uh, student, and she basically like flips it on him, so she puts on like the sweater and mm. pretends to be his mother. Uh, but I will say. And I have this in my notes stated just like this. The locket, fucking stupid. Like, I don't understand this locket. Like, wh- like why? Like, why is this locket a thing? Why do they kind of look like each other? Like, I, I, I get what they're trying to do, but it, it just felt like such a cop-out. Yeah. Yes. It's it, yes. it just could have been done, but he already has the head, so I don't know why he has the locket. Do like it's, uh, <laughs> he's got he's got a memento, um, <laughs> but they they like escape the tunnels and end up in this school bus, and we have this like five minute school bus fight, which the school bus was really cool too. Like if they had like put that scene in there somewhere, like earlier or something like that, where they were hiding in the school bus or something, like that would have been cool. But the By school bus point. scene is when I realized that the other girl was missing. I was like, wait, where's the other wait. girl? <laughs> That's what I was like. Is that her? Did the sister die? <laughs> oh, I guess the other girl died. <laughs> yeah. And so they get out and they go back to like ass whooping guy's house. And they, they somehow she, so she looks like the mother. So this is her big, her big weapon, I guess, is she's supposed to be able to like talk to him. And she just says his name, Jason, Jason, um, and then they're able to, like, subdue him just for a second while they get a chain around his neck, throw him into, a, like, a grinder, grinds up, like, the top of his head, and then she, like, stabs him with a machete, and then he's supposed to be done. Yeah, but just done just enough to keep him alive. Because then at the end, they're on the dock having their little moment. I don't know why they didn't just, like, go somewhere. I also, like, I, I mean, every horror movie does this, so I can't be, like, blaming this movie, but grind up his whole fucking head is how i feel like yeah don't just like oh it, it, it brazed it we're good like i like no mush that thing till it's like powder and be like okay now he's definitely oh dead now God, we I can, can imagine go. you do like adrenaline going you're you're manic you're like, <laughs> yeah i'm like no zach we're not leaving it half mush we're mushing like, it all the yeah, way yeah it's fine Ian. it's okay we'll be yeah, and then when he jumps we'll out of the lake and kills us we'll be good <laughs> Because <laughs> he does do that. Very end, he jumps out of the lake and grabs Whitney and pulls her down. I so I know it. that that's like from the first one, but in the first one, it's she's dreaming in the hospital, right? Yes, right. And yep. that happens in like a lot of them, though. Also, like they tried to repeat that a good bit. Um, yeah. Which one was the one where? Because I always thought this one was really creepy. Where she's in a canoe. Um, obviously like a, a man-made lake for that movie. Isn't um, this the first she, one? She, she's in like a, no, she's on like a canoe. For, oh, there's a lot of them. So she's in a canoe and then she sees him like in the window at the house or something like that. And then he like runs down at her. I thought that oh. was really creepy. Cause it's like. Oh, that one I don't remember. I don't think that's three maybe. That might be three. You guys know that, um, I don't know if I said this before on the podcast, Zach. The, whatever they use for Camp Crystal Lake is like near me in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so all the like kids, like all the Boy Scouts would go that like they went to that camp. That's the camp where they would go and that they still left the Jason like body at the like spring loaded on the thing. So like kids would swim to it mm-hmm. and it was like there that would have scared the shit out of me as a kid. But like a lot of other kids thought it was like so cool like you could see him. And if you look it up, you can find pictures of like that. It's still I, is that decaying. I'm wondering if that's the one I'm thinking of, because there is like a like a statue or something like in the bottom of like a lake that they stuck like a. Uh, a hockey mask that's the, on. I'm is that positive that's about? the first one. Okay. That like it jumps out of the lake at her when she's in the boat. That's the first one. That's how it ends. Like a freeze yeah. frame of like. It, it jumps. He jumps out. He grabs her, and then she wakes up, and she's like, "Little boys in the water." And then yeah. like, fade out. That's left. so. That's the lake. That's like. I mean, I'm sure it's like a 30, 40 minute drive, but it's like around here in New Jersey, where I'm from. Yeah. 
Which one? There's, I don't know. There's some set, um, like a house from one of the movies that was left in place, and a lot of people would go and like sleep in it. And then one group who went and like slept in it um, started a fire in the fireplace, but the fireplace wasn't a working fireplace, so it set the whole place on fire and like burned down this like movie movie set. It sucked. Um, I, anytime yeah. I see those like dumb like, I feel like I get so many dumb Facebook ads for like clickbaity articles. I've like looked at like ones that are like sets that were left standing i'm all for those until it's making me click something every team every every sentence right like making you go and go and go right right because uh, i i like saw the movie big fish which i i do that is a movie i love that ending makes me cry the hardest um the like island they go to that really was an island like in the middle of some swamp and they just left all the houses there and like some family owns the island and like they were paid to build the houses then they just left them there. So there's like all these, like this fake little town they built on an island that you can only get to from a boat. And that feels like a horror movie in itself, even though the movie is like a feel good, whatever movie. I think a bunch <laughs> of the original Star Wars sets were left in place yeah. too. But. Um, but it's like wild to think of like someone who accidentally comes across that, right? Like if you're just like, you happen to be in the swamp and you see this little village, like that would be scary, right? Yeah. In 2018, uh, Laurie Strode's house, um, that's like a legit house that's like abandoned and stuff like that, like out there. And people go out to that all the time. You can find that shit on YouTube and like people just go and explore it. And it's just so cool. It's so cool to look at. So we're going to go there someday, right, Zach? We should. I'd like to. I'd take, but see, I, I'd get a little, I'd get a little too excited and I'd probably take like a piece of the door frame or something. And I don't think you can do that. You shouldn't do that. Should leave it intact. This is like if I went down to the Titanic, I'd probably take something, which is not good. <laughs> you went down to the. How are you getting to the fucking Titanic, Zach? Fucking, I don't know. We only got a couple years left. By twenty thirty, it's gonna be gone. Um, <laughs> anyway, this movie's over, everybody. Anyway. <laughs> this movie has ended. Um, Les, I'm so sorry we brought you on for this franchise. We're gonna have you come back on for one that you actually enjoy. <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I did enjoy rewatching this, and I think that out of all of the films it's the best one for me to watch <laughs> yeah i think i think for me as well just because it is just better it's it's better made right it's well made um if anything so it's like nice to look at you know they've got the music cues like i think the final uh, credit scene music cues where they use like whitney's final screams in that music i think that was really really nice um but just sucks it sucks but if they put out another one in the theaters i'd probably go see it to be honest i i think for me that the most depressing uh part of the rewatch for this was i i had wished as soon as it was done that i was either watching the evil dead remake or the texas chainsaw remake yeah they're both really good right yeah, yeah. those two like get everything that like my laz checklist needs for like a, a good horror movie in general Plus, like, the cinematography and the acting in both of those is really good. Yeah. So, like, it just made me want to see those again. I'm very interested like... in this last checklist also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are what are some things on this checklist? Last? We've heard it a couple times throughout this recording, and now I'm very curious. Well, to, to, to me, if you're, uh, like, I'm, I'm going specifically with, with remakes at the moment uh, because I could go on for, like, forever. But to me, it's, like... I don't like pointless uh, homages that don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, like Easter eggs tend to take me out of things. Because, Zach feels the same way. Yeah, like it's like if you do them really smart, which I think both uh, Texas Chainsaw and Evil Dead did really well. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm on board because it, it's either as you know, like it drives the narrative a little bit, or it's like subtle enough where, like, it doesn't really like have to be in my face. Um, Whereas this one feels a little like too much uh, yeah. in that department. Again, like the acting. Uh, also, it's like if you have the opportunity to remake something, and I think Evil Dead did it so well, which is like give your characters a reason to be to stay in that circumstance. And I think uh, with that one, you know, making Mia, uh, you know, a, a, a recovering or like trying to become a recovering uh, addict. Right. Such a smart reason to keep everybody there, including her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then cinematography, art direction, yeah. all artsy, artsy stuff that 
I that I love. And I mean, you both you both did say this, but the cinematography is like they do. It's like they have the budget. The the budget is there. You can see like the cinematography is well done. The like whatever, like all of like it, it's like the the story itself isn't quite because um, like even that first group. I mean, both of you said this. Like that first group just made more sense, right? It's like okay, these are clearly friends. They are all friends. They're looking for weed. Okay, that's what they're going to find this weed stash and like. That, that enough was a better reason than like they're all going with this person See, they don't I, like that's the one thing about that group that I didn't care for is like you don't always need a reason for your group to be at this like abandoned area right sometimes you just pe young people just want to go do something spooky right well, they didn't right, need if, to be GPSing weed like what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be GPSing weed oh my God, I guess so I guess so but that was, that was my only hang up about that group but other than that I really liked them um, but <laughs> what was what was your favorite kill from this movie, Zachary? Yeah. Uh, oh goodness. Um, the sleeping bag. I think. I think it was just it was just so brutal. And if you're wanting to really like the first fifteen minutes, really does paint the Jason for the rest of the movie. They didn't quite go there for the rest of the movie, but they yeah. did enough. Like they even showed him running at one point in the first fifteen minutes, and that was like. Good. I meant to ask you guys, that's not, he didn't normally run, right? Oh, no, like, no. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I actually did think that made him scarier because it's like, he's this big hulking dude and he will just run up to you and chop your fucking face off and like, you're not going to outrun him. And Friday fans like really get excited when he runs. So when that came out, he people were excited. And then there was a script for one that was supposed to be made a few years ago where he's like full blown running throughout that entire movie. And I think that would be, cause he's huge. Like he's this big dude. I would be terrified if he was running after me. I'd probably go down just like, <laughs> <laughs> I would be the girl that runs away and trips on like a branch. That's what oh I would God, be. You probably would not even two steps. <laughs> what about you Les? Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with sleeping bag as well. I don't, I, I don't want to copy you, but, uh, it was like the, the most memorable and everything aside from that just felt kind of lackluster and tame. See, yeah. I'm going to tell you guys, my only, my issue with the sleeping bag is that it happens so fast. It feels like she dies a little too quickly. Like I felt like we get two screams out of her and then she falls out of that bag. Your yeah, like, ass would have been pissed and complaining had we seen a five minute burn scene. You would have been so mad about that. You, It's too brutal. That's too much. Well, I, I just felt like, Oh, she's dead already? Like, she's already got smoke coming out of her mouth? Hmm, that seemed pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if we had waited, if, like, we had left that scene with, like, the dude in the fucking bear trap and her screaming, and then when What's-Her-Face comes running in, and then we see the girl fall out of the bag, I would have, I, that's, that's the, that's the difference I would have made for that scene, is, like, she comes running up, and as she's running up, the dude's screaming, it's caught in the bear trap, and then we see her friend fall out of the sleeping bag. That's where I would have, because, like, for me, then it's like, okay, because we don't know how much time passed between that, because, like, it was kind of yeah. happened concurrently. Um, and it's like, okay, so, like, we can just imagine a few minutes have passed, and, yes, she burned to death. But, like, that was, like, seconds. So I just would have, like, if we could have just paused at that scene with, like, her screaming and then shown the girl running up and then, like, her friend falls out of the sleeping bag. Maybe so she, she passed to... out. Maybe she wasn't dead. Maybe she, you'd pass out, right? I feel like I mean, yeah, probably. If, would, if I heard that. Much. I feel like you would have asphyxiate first, right? Because you can't breathe and the smoke's getting in the sleeping bag. Something, something. But this is what we got, Ian. This is what we got. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I do agree with you, though. I think, I think situating it in that time frame would have been better. I agree with you as well, Ian. But the, the one thing I will say is when they really ratchet up the, the the tension in that segment specifically, I think the pacing helps it immensely. Mm. Just like everything, like including him running and like everything just escalates so much that it's like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Happening so like, you know, one after the other that like it kind of sets you up for a movie that is not going to happen after that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It sets you up for something like that but that unfortunately we don't uh, get... <laughs> Ian what's your favorite death in this I think it's the screwdriver guys like chin just because like I, I don't know I thought that was like definitely the best of those deaths 
Um, but I do really like what you said, Laz, the pacing of like, that guy's in the bear trap, the girlfriend burned to death, other girls running in, and then he gets like, I like the like, again, because it doesn't feel very, the other movies he moves so slow, but he's like, she's trying to get him out of that trap and Jason just runs up and machetes the dude, the hot dude in the head. Um, and I do think that was like a good combination of like, that like the tension was there, the intensity was there, the fucking, the chick is burned to death, the dude's caught in a bear trap, then gets macheted. Like I, I did like all of that because it's very fast paced horror death that I feel like all three of us kind of like. But I think like the best kill, not that I'm a fan of a slow, like pathetic kind of kill, but like his kill was so like, it felt like a little real cause it's like, he's just like, no, 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 please don't. And it's like slowly going up him, which is like pretty brutal. Um, cause like, I feel like it'd take a minute to kill you if that's slowly going into you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my favorite kill. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Les, where can everybody find you right before we wrap up? Uh, sure. You can all find me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Laz Marquez. That's L A Z M A R Q U E Z. And you can check out my work at www.lazmarquez.com. Very great work. I'd highly recommend everybody go checking it out. Go look at all his stuffs. Um, <laughs> Thanks for joining you, us, Laz. Yes. Um, so you can find uh, Slayer. You can find uh, My Bloody Judy in Slayerfest '98's podcast feed. Um, and you can find Slayerfest '98 at Slayerfest X '98 on all social media. And you can find podcast feed on Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and where can they find My Bloody Judy on YouTube, Zach? YouTube.com like ACB on his features. That's that. Great. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for checking into this episode. <laughs> Part two of three, Summer Camp. That's nobody's following along either. Everybody's like, Summer Camp, when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing that? I didn't know. Is <laughs> it a thing? Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching and have a great rest of your. We're putting this out on Friday the 13th, so have a spooky Friday the 13th. Bye. Bye.